welcome into another episode of the Game Set Podcast. I am your host, Alec, joined once again by my co-host, Zach, and we will be breaking down the men's and women's Wimbledon draws, mostly on the men's side, as that's uh, what we watch more, but let's get right into it. Alright, so just getting into Wimbledon in general, it's going to be a little different this year than almost any other year. Um, So the first main point is that obviously no Russian or Belarusian players are going to be allowed and are not in the draw because of that. Um, That's a big difference, at least in the men's draw. A couple top 10 players in Daniil Medvedev and Andrei Rublev will not be in the draw, as well as some other top 30 players like Aslan Karatsev and Karen Hachinov. Um, I think we, we talked about it a bit on the French Open. You know, it was obviously unfortunate for them, but if that's what Wimbledon thinks is the best decision going forward and then that could maybe have an impact on the war in Ukraine, then that's, that's the decision they've made and they're sticking to it. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on on that, Zach, other than just being unfortunate for the, the players and the fans. No, I think quite quite unfortunate, especially for, you know, especially for Daniel Medvedev, I think, because, you know, he's coming back from injury. He's playing a couple of court, grass court tournaments, but a nice major to get back into it would have been nice. Um, and he's also world number one. would have been kind of fun to play a tournament or a Grand Slam as number one seed. So, um, but... It's just not going to work out for him. And I know we talked about top 50 players, but Ilya Lashka, being Belarusian, can also not play. So Right. It's another player that a player that we like, Ilya yeah. Lashka. He's uh, a pretty fun player to watch. And um, But speaking of Daniel Medvedev being number one, he will not lose that number one rating because of the other change in this year's Wimbledon, and that's that no ranking points will be... Uh, given out for this year, and every ranking point from last year will be removed. Which can is probably not going to change a lot of maybe, like, the top, like, 10 a whole ton. Berrettini will definitely um, be changing because making the final last year will greatly impact his ranking, but... Right, and also Novak Djokovic losing his championship points from yeah. last year will make a big difference. Um, but, but, yeah, it's going to have a huge impact on... a few players' rankings, and then a small impact on a lot of other players' rankings. Yep. Uh, so there'll be some, some fallout from that for sure in a couple weeks. So, and then another big thing is that Sverev won't be playing as world number two. So, right. um, out with injury after basically snapping his ankle. So, um, I think he's out for another three months, three, four months. So. Might be, yeah. Um, so yeah, he won't be playing, so... What I read, like, it was, like, the first time top two seeds won't be playing each other or won't be in the tournament for Wimbledon wow. in, like, 50 years. Wow. So. That is crazy. Who knows? Yeah. All right, with those couple notes aside, I think we can get into the, the men's draw here and get into some of our predictions. Uh, obviously, like we said, with Daniil Medvedev not being in the draw, that means the the number one seed for the tournament <laughs> is... Uh, once again, Novak Djokovic. And number two seed, Rafael Nadal. Uh, yeah, if you would have told me that, days. <laughs> if you told me that at the start of the year, I probably wouldn't have believed you. But uh, here we are. Uh, so starting off with section one, Novak Djokovic. Uh, I think he's got a pretty easy draw. It's yeah. kind of the opposite of the French Open for for Djokovic, where he had some some tougher competition. I think this is going back to his 
run of championships last year where he had some some soft draws that got him into good playing form and by the time he played better opponents he was he was in good form to beat them yeah i'm not sure i feel like a lot of a lot of the players in here are not not great on grass or not grass court specialist by like any means besides djokovic and uh you know if he's staying in the form that he is i don't think they're going to pose a challenge so um I think that he'll probably... Like, I don't think he'll be able to be stopped, so he'll obviously go to the quarterfinals from this one. I just don't know who's going to play in the fourth round. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll... I don't think he'll probably drop a set until the quarterfinals, likely. And I agree, I don't know who's going to play in the fourth round because so far this year, the, the other seed in his section, Riley Opelka, has been always, abysmal on grass. Has won one match so far? I don't even know if he's won a set on grass. I, he's, so, he's not doing well at all. He's yeah, been terrible. And I mean the the wonder kid, Tim Van Rijhoven, yeah, uh, who who won a grass term out of nowhere a couple of weeks ago. Um, I I don't think he's gonna have that much magic in him, especially in a best of five. It's a huge difference yeah. if you're not used to playing that. That was like his first ATP tournament. His first like, ATP win, I think, ever. Yeah, because <laughs> he had one ATP match and he had lost it. Yeah, um, and then he had only played um, challenger level. Right. Rounds for like four yeah, years, right. so. Um, I, I think Basilashvili is, is a pretty solid grass court player, so he could make the run into the fourth round. Even if he's not, he's a pretty, you know, he's a pretty, he's a pretty good player regardless. And I feel like especially the players that he'll play here, he could still just do well without being a clay court specialist. Like, I don't think he's going to lose his first round. And what, maybe he'll probably play pair. But even pair, I don't know. could lose the first round. So I don't know. I feel like right. It's just a. It's a. It's a bit of a crapshoot. I would say, but yeah. I think Basilash really is. It would be my pick to make the the fourth round. Yeah, and then uh, lose to Djokovic I handily. I would say. I agree. Yeah, and not not a ton of first round matchups. I'm really looking forward to here. There's no, you know, there's matches where I'd say both the players are pretty known, but I don't yeah. see any matches that look like they're going to be. You know, some locked-in five-set high-level tennis matches like Kirkmanovich and Milman. Like those are two well-known players, but right. But I'm not expecting something. I'm not expecting like a Wimbledon. Like it's not going to be a, a classic here. Yeah, yeah. Not, I don't see any first-round classics in this section really. Yeah. Um, so and then a sad day for our boy Quan. Yeah, Sumu Kwan. Djokovic once again. Sumu Kwan really just gets fed to the Djokovic machine far more often than he should. This guy's got to like start paying off the right people to get better draws here. And if you can't beat number one, don't be in the tournament. So he's got to <laughs> beat number one. Ah, uh, but there's there's prize money for every time you win a match, Zach. <laughs> and he's not going to get much of that uh, prize money. And he's not getting any points either. So well, yeah, he wouldn't get any points no matter how many times he won. So I guess that's a bright spot. Uh, for for poor Sunwoo Kwan. So, but yeah, Djokovic will take this section quite quite an easy section. Yeah, I so, agree. A lot of Serbians, so that's kind of yeah. That is that is the Serbian section. You'd say it's got Laszlo Gera, Miomir Kecmanovic, and Novak Djokovic. Three three Serbians. So yeah, into the second section where we have the number five seed and uh, possibly my favorite player right now, Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, and then we also have the number 10 seed, Yannick Sinner, who's another you know, favorite of this podcast, I would say. Yes. 
Um, neither one super experienced on grass. Last year, Alcaraz played his first Wimbledon and got uh, a not-so-nice match from Daniil Medvedev yep. in uh, Again, yeah. three pretty easy sets. But he Also, just, I don't know how much you care about exhibition matches at all. I love a good exhibition. But Alcaraz just got... Just lost in straight sets to Francis Tiafo on grass. Yeah, that's not great. I didn't see that. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how often, how much they put the effort into these, or if they're like testing new, um, like strategies or something. Because Francis Tiafo is pretty good on grass. He's a solid grass player. So I don't know if Alcaraz not... was trying to like try new things, but regardless, he still got he still lost in straight sets. Right. It's it's not a shame to lose on grass to Tiafo, but. It's, you don't you don't want that regard. No, it's it's not uh, a good sign for Alcaraz to make any sort of deep run. Yeah. Though I do think if he can get that first win under his belt against Jan Leonard Struff, that that would you know propel him to at least have some momentum. I I think the most realistic answer is that he's going to lose in the first couple rounds, just based on what we've seen from him on grass. But I'm I'm hoping he can make it to. Maybe a third or fourth I'm, round. I'm hoping. I'm hoping for the fourth round because I just, I don't. I don't know who would. The problem. I guess it's more of that. I don't think there's anyone he's coming in as like an underdog to. Really, I just. It's like almost like a fifty-fifty to me because I just don't know how well these other people right. play on grass. I, like, it, see the top part. Like, will Fogmini beat him on grass? I couldn't tell you. I think he probably would. Is Next. the sad part like. <laughs> Or even Greek Spore. Greek Spore is a fine grass court player. He could yeah, beat he did well Fonini in last and then, so. and then Alcaraz. Um, the top part of it, much more interesting. Um, th- this first round matchup I would like to see. Wawrinka versus Sinner. Just, that is big I mean, names. Wawrinka, you know, he's obviously... Like, will he beat Sinner? Probably not, but he'll probably put on a good match. I think he could take a set. He could start off strong, but I don't yeah. think he'll have the, the fitness to keep up with Sinner for... For a best of five, I think would be the issue for him. Yeah, Sinner did just lose what was the first round? Well, not first round, but his first match in the last grass tournament he just played. Yeah. So, I, I think the experience will help out Borinka, but I I don't think he'll win the match likely. Yeah. And if he does, it's going to take a lot out of him, and it could be tough for his future matchups. But this section has the man, the myth, the legend, the Wimbledon hero, Sir Andy Murray. Yep. And that's who I think is going to win this section. And it's it's not five years ago, <laughs> but but he has looked good on grass. He's doing better this year. I mean, he's going up on the rankings. He is. He's doing better. Yeah, that that metal hip is is hanging in there for him. And as a robot, <laughs> part cyborg Andy Murray. Yeah, I I think he's going to make the quarters and win this section. Um, your right. your boy John Isner uh, has an. Interesting opponent. Could you uh, yeah, yeah, say yeah, that yeah, name me, quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me let me pull out my French I took in high school to try and figure this out. Kua showed. I think Kua it's code. Koka. Kokad. Koka. Koka. I think it's something like that. Or Koka. Something. Yeah, that sounds similar right. to that. Um, yeah, never heard of the guy in my life. No, I mean French qualifier. Yeah. Yeah. So you would hope that Isner wouldn't lose in the first round like he did last year. Looks like Deep Newer. What? He looks exactly like Deep Newer. Oh, his picture? picture. He looks exactly like Deep Newer. I guess that might help him on grass. I don't know. Um, uh, My prediction is that whoever wins the match between Murray and Isner in the second round will win this section. Okay. So 
Um, I think Murray has a higher chance of beating Isner. I agree. Um, just because I think he's a better overall um, grass court player, and Isner's not going to be moving a whole ton, and I think Andy Murray's pretty good at that right now. I, I think Murray would beat Isner pretty handily. Yeah, but on the off chance that he does lose, I think that kind of means Isner's in a pretty good form that he could win the against the other people in this For section. Sure. Yeah. So I think... Between whoever wins that match will be going to the quarters. I'll say Murray for going forward, though. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be Murray versus Djokovic in the quarterfinals. And then sad days for Emer. No. Yeah, I mean Michael Emer. He, I wouldn't be shocked if he made it to the third round. If he, you know, beat Altmaier and then I'd be a Sinner little. I'd be a go. little shocked if he beat Sinner. I I feel like I don't. Think I don't would be. I know we don't think Sinner's all that great on grass, but I think Sinner makes the third round. I think he should, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Emer won. I so. wouldn't be. Honestly, it would take a lot to shock me in this section. Not uh, gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, go Andy Murray, I guess. Yeah, maybe if, uh, maybe like Jay Clark will just come out of the water or something and win against everyone. Yeah. So. All right, so then who's going to win between Djokovic and Murray? A classic battle. Oh, yeah, a classic battle. That will definitely be Djokovic. I agree. Uh, I think so. And if it's Djokovic versus Isner, even more Djokovic. Definitely. But so. the crowd will be heavily on Andy Murray's oh, side in that match. definitely. And that could, that could make it a little tougher for Djokovic if he gets... Maybe, like, if he has a complete meltdown, he could lose, but... Uh, as long as he knows going in that he's going to have no crowd with him, then I think he'll he'll be all right. And I think he will know that. I, I agree. So. All right. On to the third section where we have the number three seed, Casper Um I, This section, I also had no idea what to pick. Um, yeah, I mean. Casper Rude being the third seed, I just, I... Obviously, he's a great player. He I is, can't. I don't know how well he's gonna do. I yeah. I, I have no. I have no faith in him on grass. But yeah. he's also playing in the first round against another clay court specialist in Albert Ramos Vinolas. So yeah, talk about a, a good first round draw. I guess it's just better than playing some grass court, court players. Just switch the courts. Give, just bring in a clay court. For <laughs> just this bring one on match. a clay court for those two. So and then on the bottom part of this, we have at the 16th seat Cranio Busta, who has. Literally never won on a Wimbledon uh, first round match. Yeah. So um, it's and, it's a weird section, but that does play in favor of Francis, Francis TFO. TFO. <laughs> that it does. I am. See, the problem is is that he. Let's say. Let's put some. Put some. Put some guesses in here. Bublik is also who he maybe play in the third round. But Bublik has to play Fushevich in the first round, who's defending, well, not defending any points, but he was in the quarterfinal last year. He's a good grass court player. That's true. So the winner of Bublik and Fushevich, I think, is the favorite in the bottom half of this section. Yep. And then on the top half, I think it's probably between... Probably between... Goffin and Ugo Umber. (laughs) Ugo Umber was actually going to be my pick. He was much better on grass last year than he was this year. And I mean, but Goffin's uh, highly in his career is a highly rated grass court player. That's fine, but he I can't I can't get behind someone who flips a coin before each match to decide if he wants to win or not. I think he's a little more streaky than that. It's more like if he gets injured, is the coin flip. 
but that's true. Uh, I think if he doesn't get injured, he yeah. should play but pretty well. I think Umber might might do pretty well here. I I kind of thought he was going to make it to the fourth round. Um, either playing against um, Goffin or Bays in the third. Yeah, I just I mean Baez is another traditionally clay court player. I've never seen him play on grass, so I mean this is what happens when you knock out like I don't even, seven people. The rankings just right. bring you up. I don't so. even think he'll beat Taro Daniel in the first round. <laughs> There's a good chance he might not. And then I think Goffin would beat either of them. So I yeah, I I think to me it's between Goffin and Fushevich, and I'm gonna go with Fushevich to make the quarters. Oh yeah, so sad days for Fushevich. Yeah, do you, do, you think, do you think? Do you think TFO? I think TFO is gonna make it. Okay. Um, I feel that this is a pretty solid section for him to be able to, uh, like just bring out some, bring out his like best game to make it to the quarters. I agree that the the draw favors him, but we just I feel like when we see TFO play best of five format, he just. He plays so many five setters and he loses like so much juice in in having to play these long matches and we just see him wear out. That's true. Like if it goes to five sets, I don't love his chances. He doesn't have the the fitness that we see the top players in the world usually have. No, I mean so that's what a, I worry a, about. He's a big guy. Like, a, he likes to just smash that ball for point winners. He's a thick man. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. So I I I agree with you on the five set match though. But yeah. Um but I'm still gonna have a little faith that I'm I'll be all right eventually. So gotta keep gotta keep pushing. <laughs> yeah, I do think Bublik uh, versus Fushevich is maybe that the was best, one of the, yeah, best one of the first, first round, round matches. matches. I was thinking like this could be good unless Fushevich has just completely dropped from how he played last year and right. he just gets straight I, set loss to Bublik. I think he'll be okay. I mean, Bublik will probably have twenty uh, thirty aces and fifteen double faults, mm-hmm. but uh it, it should be a, a, a good match. Probably having a even. good old time with his opponent, like he, he did with uh who was it, Taylor Fritz He does like to yuck it up, that's for sure. <laughs> so um but yeah and then I guess we'll see if Crania Busta can win his first Wimbledon match. No. So probably not. Dude, seventh grass win overall. Uh, yikes. Not the easiest first round matchup against Livich. No. I would say. Uh, all right, into the, the fourth section. Uh, so this one is led, I would say, by the number seven seed, Hubert Hercatch. Yep. And then also the number nine seed, Cam Nori. No scrub on grass. So this this is a, a solid section right here. I think there's some some really good grass court players and uh, some obviously really good players overall in this one. Yep. Um, I, I think it's, it's Hercatch's section to win. Yep. Uh, we saw him make the the semis last year, being Daniil Medvedev on his way there. So that was pretty impressive. And I think it'll be Dimitrov who beats Nori in the third round. I was thinking Dimitrov will also do pretty well um, and get into the fourth round, just like you were thinking there. Yeah, I think Tom Ball might... Uh, Kind of, ball could, kind of surprise, surprises, and maybe get to the third round there. I think he could for sure get to the third round. Um, yeah. I don't think he could beat Hercaz. No, I think I think Hercatch will will win this section. So, um, despite having a lot of good players, I feel like this one's pretty odd, or like very in Hercatch's favor. Yeah. Um, I think Dimitrov, if he makes the fourth, it, making the fourth round, he could put up a pretty good fight. Like that'd be a pretty good fun fourth round matchup. But I don't think he'll win it. No. Um, 
So. Yeah, we we see Dimitrov go on runs. He can he can play with the best players in the world at times, but um, it's not you know a likely thing that he'll bring that out. And I think Hercatch will uh, be able to take this this section and then also beat Fushevich in the quarters. In my opinion, um, I have him beating her, uh, Francis Tifo in the quarters. Yep. So on my line, I got Hercaz versus Djokovic in the semifinals. I also have Hercaz versus Djokovic. Now I gotta choose Djokovic because it's the most likely. Even though I want um, Huey to win his first semifinal to go into a major final. Yeah, I, I also have Djokovic over Hercaz. I think. See, it's tough because I have such a love-hate relationship with Djokovic because watching him, it's, it's kind of like how I feel about LeBron James. It's, it's so much fun to watch them and their greatness, and part of you always wants to root against them just because they're not, I would say, the most likable players, uh, and they are just that good. But then once they lose, it's just not as fun. Like, if Hercatch beats Djokovic, I'm not going to be as interested in the final just to watch her catch, but to watch Djokovic, it's like it's must-see television to me. That's just how I I think about it. Like Djokovic versus anybody in the final, uh, just sounds more interesting because it's it's fun to root against Djokovic because he's that good to me. Basically, so. once my top ten players drop out, I start to lose a lot of interest. Your top ten favorite players. Top that ten is. favorite player. Yeah, once my top ten favorite players drop out, I'm uh, I'm struggling. Yeah, well, I, I'd be rooting for her catch. He's a lovely man, but. It's just not as, as fun to root for or against him as it is to, to watch Djokovic for me. Okay, so, I understand that. Yeah, so I have Djokovic in the final just like you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, we can move into the bottom half of the draw. All right, so in the bottom half, we'll start with section five, which is headlined by It's uh, Matteo Berrettini. <laughs> And he is the eighth seed and the defending runner-up here at Wimbledon. So, uh, in terms of grass court players, I think we both hold Berrettini in pretty high esteem. He serves exceptionally well, especially on grass, and has a monster forehand that can put points away. And he's working on a monster backhand. And his backhand's been looking solid this year. So, uh, Berrettini is for sure the man to beat in this section. But, uh, on the other half of this section, we have... The small man, Diego Schwartzman, not known for his grass court play. Don't love his chances. No. Yeah. And then in the middle, we do have the demon, Alex Dimanur, uh, who I think will make the fourth round and play against Berrettini. I agree. In this section. This one, I felt that we got two extremely great grass court players, and they, since they're on different sides, I felt like it was pretty obvious that they'd probably meet in the fourth fourth round yeah uh, not to say there's not some other good players here that you know could make it more interesting um brooksby maybe he'll do well but eh. um i don't know i, I feel like he's been kind of going back and forth on where he's going to be once like there was a bunch of hype for him earlier this year yeah I've, I've seen a little bit of him on grass and it's just okay but i guess i don't know who's gonna beat him in his first few rounds <clears> there's I guess Bonsai, Bonsai's all right, too, on grass, so yeah. he could he could be in the second. Um, the only player I would worry about for Damon Neuer in the bottom half of this section would be Jack Draper, yep. the young Brit. Uh, he's looked really good on grass, and being British, I think, helps at Wimbledon. He'll have the crowd behind him yep. when he plays uh, Damon Neuer in the, in the third round, that would be. The... Second. Yeah, second, second round. round. Yeah, so... That would be uh, an interesting spot. Maybe take advantage of, of the crowd on his side and yeah. 
take down Damanur. Do you think you think Schwarzman will make it to the third round? I was thinking. I don't think he would. I, I was thinking maybe, honestly, he'd lose to uh, Brody in the second round. Brody, or he could even lose to Chorich in the first round if Chorich is actually healthy. That's true. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'll have I'll have Berrettini making the quarterfinals here. Yes. So, I'm, I, I have high hopes for Berrettini in this Wimbledon. I do as well. So. Yeah. Uh, into the sixth section, where we have uh, another semifinalist from last year, Denis Shapovalov, who, since beating Rafa Nadal in, I think it was Madrid, has not won a single match. I repeat, he has not won a single match. Is it Madrid or Rome? I thought it was Madrid. Okay. Um, but, yeah, not not good for Shapovalov. Um he, he's normally a pretty good grass court player, but I don't... I mean, he hasn't been good on grass this year. No. Uh, a decently tough matchup in the first round against Rinder, Rinder Kanesh, uh, the Frenchman. So, don't love that. In the second round, I, I kind of like Brandon Nakashima, too. So, yep. Shepovalov's got to play some better tennis and be consistent if he's even going to make a, a few rounds in this tournament. Um, man makes a video on the ATP Tennis YouTube channel about mentality. Man needs to get mentally prepared for this. Yeah, I think he uh, he should work on his uh, his mentality for this one. He's got to stay locked in for these these best of fives, and I don't really have confidence in him to do that. But yeah, I agree. Lower in the section, we have uh, someone who I would say is exceptionally good at staying locked in. That's Roberto Batista Agut. Uh, who's playing against Tsitsipas right now in a, a grass court final. I think he's so, most likely going to lose it, though. I, I believe he is. Yeah, he's down pretty decently in the third set. But he is uh, a solid grass court player, and I think he'll be the one to make the fourth round of this this uh, sixth section here in the top half. I agree. Um, especially with Chapo just not being a top player. Or right. playing like a top player lately. Um, I think Batista Goot is the best part or best player in the top um, part of this section. So I agree with you that he'll go to the fourth round. Now, in, who is he going to play in the fourth round? I'm kind of in between on this one. Um, I'm Titsy Pass probably will do pretty well. I mean, obviously he made it to a final in grass, like we were just saying, playing right. Batista Goot. But I think Nick Kyrgios will pose a bit of a problem. I agree. So, yeah. unless Curious has to withdraw again because of abdominal pain that he's having, or if he just you know has one of his outbursts, right? I so. think the the best pure grass court player in this section is probably Nick Curious. Yes, but picking him to beat Sitsipas, I think, is reasonable. But picking him to beat a player as consistent as RBA or Victor Bautista who would make him work hard for it, I think. That would test Krios too much, and I think he doesn't have the, the, uh, the the mental strength really to hold on for a long match and just you know he'll find some way to, feet in. to get upset, and then he'll just be done for the match. Right. So, um, are you thinking though, Tsitsipas will make it to the fourth though? No, I think Kyrgios will you beat Stefanos. I I mean I watched him beat him in a best of three, not the same as the best of five, but. I think Kyrgios' game just matches up well against Tsitsipas, and uh, I, I don't think Tsitsipas is going to get in Kyrgios' head. Um, I think that Kyrgios can hold his ground mentally in that match. So I, I like Kyrgios there. Obviously, 
Kyrgios could lose. He could withdraw from the first round. Yeah. But uh, if I'm going to go on at least somewhat potential here, then I'm going to take Kyrgios to make the fourth and then lose two, but he's still a goot. I, 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 will, I will also agree with you. On that one, I also had Kyrgios defeating Tsitsipas and then losing to what? But he's still a goot. Yeah. Man, this has been a while since Batista. Has it been a while since Batista Goots made it to the quarterfinals in a tournament? Uh, in, in a slam? Yeah. I think it uh, probably has. 2019 was the last year he made a quarterfinal. Well, actually, 2019 was the only time he made a quarterfinal or better. Oh, well, that's that's um, not great. He made semifinals that year. Okay, so maybe and the the uh, best of five format does not favor Batista Goot like it, it seems it should. Maybe he just plays too many five setters. And plays too long of matches, and that just wears him down. He's also kind of old. Right. So, I mean, he lost last year, fourth round, to Shapo okay. um, in straight sets. So. Yeah, because I feel like if Shapo can get to the third round to play RBA, that yeah. means he's playing well enough where RBA would be in trouble. Yeah. But I just worry that Shapo could lose in the first or second round just from not being locked Even in. if he does make it to the third round, if he's like playing five-set matches in the first and second, he's probably not on his game. Yeah, it's it's weird with Shapo though. Like he just turns it on and off so quick. Yeah, it's hard to tell. We'll see if he yells at the crowd again. Oh, uh, yikes! Yeah, hopefully not. So, but uh, yeah, um, quarterfinals I got Batista Goot. I he will lose to Berrettini in the quarterfinals. I think whoever's here will lose to Berrettini yeah. in the quarterfinals. Whether it's Kyrgios, Tsitsipas, RBA, or even someone else. That's true. I think Berrettini will be. Uh, pretty pretty easily making into the uh, semifinals. Yep. So yeah, on to the seventh section, which is headlined by Felix Auger Aliassime, the sixth seed, uh, and then also includes the American, the highest seed American, number eleven, Taylor Fritz. Uh, so I I think this is a. It's a decent draw for Felix, though that first round matchup isn't easy. No, it's the it. the servant volley, Maxime Cressy. That's that's no easy task. And then Jack Sock in the second round, maybe. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's he's gonna have to pull out some some good games here to take take on these first two rounds. And yeah, there's a good chance in the third round he plays Dan Evans, who will be a yeah. home field advantage. No there. longer dirt ball Dan Evans. He is grass ball Dan Evans yeah. for two weeks here. So and then in the fourth round. I think he'll probably play either Fritz or Rune, and even that's not going to be a no easy matchup. It's a so. tough draw here for Felix. Yeah, especially after I mean the French Open, we saw him really struggle in the first round, losing the first two sets to basically a nobody. Yeah, and then come on strong and play his way into five uh, set match against against Rafa Nadal. Yeah, so so. Um, that's the thing with Felix. If he if he plays his best here, he should be able to to win this section. But if he plays anything less than his best, he's he's, he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. And Jack Sock's been playing the the grass challengers and was able to make his way through qualifiers this week. Yep. So I wouldn't underestimate Sock. We've seen him play some some big matches at Slams in the last uh, year, especially at the US Open. He played played very well for for some times there. What do you think of Fritz's first match against Musetti? I don't like Musetti's chances on grass. Um he hasn't played any of the lead-up tournaments, really, and, yeah, just more of a clay court player. That The one-handed backhand, we've seen Tsitsipas struggle on grass for most of his career so far, up until this week, basically. Yep. Uh, so I don't see Musetti having 
He'll probably have the flashiest plays, but I don't I think he'll it. he'll be winning the match against Fritz. No. And I think Fritz looking pretty good now. Um, I know first couple tournaments coming back, he wasn't looking great, but yeah. I think he's kind of getting back into the rhythm. Yeah. Uh, I think it helps making the final of this um, last tournament that he was in. Yep. So I think he'll come out strong. I think he'll beat Rune, too, if they do meet in the third round. I think so, too. I don't know uh, much about Rune's grass court game. I would assume he's got some of it, but... Uh, he's just kind of been doing well. Up-and-comer, new players. Right, I, just, I mean, just, you know, he didn't play, obviously, Wimbledon last year, no. so he can't really compare to that. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a, that would be a, a fun match to watch, assuming um, Rune is a capable grass court player, which I assume he is if he makes it to the third round. Yeah. Um, but I will have... FAA winning this section. I agree. I do have... So, uh, I, I believe in him. He's got a hard one, but I believe he's he's got the strength to win these games. Or matches, so. excuse me. I think he'll play well on the grass. and uh, Maybe not win straight sets all the time, but I think he'll, he has the youth to, to come through in, in you know, four or five setters. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the eighth and final section. This is... The Rafa Nadal section, the number two seed, uh, along with the number 14 seed, Marin Cilic, uh, a pretty formidable grass court player. Just got to say, we've, we've really been underestimating Rafa Nadal all year. He's, I'm going to keep st- doing it. <laughs> he's still on pace for the calendar slam after winning the Australian Open and the French Open. Uh, I don't think I had him making the semifinals of either, uh, let alone uh, maybe not even the quarterfinals. <laughs> I think, of, I, think I, I, in the Australian Open, I said that he was he had a chance of losing in the second round. I, I think I might have said something similar. So, um, so yeah, not not great for us. Um, but at this point, I I've decided that I'm <clears throat> basically done underestimating Ralph Nadal. Uh, so I think he's going to win this section. I think if he's in the tournament, I'm assuming his uh, his foot is fine enough to play. And uh, he did just play in the, the exhibition uh, with a lot of the other big players. Yep. Um, so I think he'll he'll play Chilich in the fourth round. I feel like that's quite quite likely based on both of their grass court experience uh, and the way Chilich has been playing recently. Um, the only question is whether or not Chilich will beat to me, Botic, Van de Zanschulp in the third round, but I think he will. I think he will. Um, I think Chilich is kind of in the... He's got... He's kind of in the mindset right now of just, like, he's on task. He knows what he's doing. He's doing really well lately, so... Yeah. I think he'll... I also think he'll make it to the fourth round where he loses to Nadal. No. I'm not saying I underestimate Nadal, but I don't think Nadal's going to go very far after the fourth round. Okay. So... Yeah, well, I, we'll see. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess one question would be whether or not Sam Query could pose a tough test for Nadal in the second round. Obviously, if anybody can make a game plan to beat a big server, it's going to be Rafa Nadal. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think that'll be too much of an issue. I don't think the the game styles match up well there. It's, you know, like Isner trying to beat Nadal. It's just yeah. it's not a great fit. Um but yeah, so are you saying that Nadal is not going to beat Felix in no, the quarterfinals? I'm just saying Felix brought into a five-set match on his best surface, and I don't think that... It's true. Um, Who's won more Wimbledons, though? That's true. <laughs> Who's better on grass? <laughs> that is true. I don't know. Um, but I will say that Felix will beat Rafa, or Rafa Nadal. Um, I think at this point, um, they're on a 
completely different surface than clay, and if he can take him to five sets on clay, I think he could beat him on grass. Uh, yeah, I think he could, but I keep saying that people could beat Nadal, and I keep being wrong. So I'm going to have Nadal over Felix. Uh, and then the question, you'll have Berrettini versus Felix, I'll have Berrettini versus Nadal. I'm assuming you have the machine Berrettini beating oh, Felix. Yeah. Yes, Berrettini will beat Felix all about the seam. To go to the final against Djokovic, just like last year's, uh, last year's Wimbledon. Yeah, I I think if that's the matchup, I think Berrettini will for sure win. But <laughs> yeah, Rafael Nadal <laughs> will beat Matteo Berrettini in the semifinals oh my and go to the championship where he'll play Novak Djokovic. Are you just saying he's gonna win though? We'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> I think Berrettini wins his first Grand Slam here. That's what you've been. That's what you've been teasing this whole time. Yo, I would say. I think that that Berrettini, Berrettini wins this year's Wimbledon. I just don't. I just don't know how he's gonna beat Djokovic. Like, what's different than last year against Djokovic? Just think he's he's gotten that much better. And I don't think Djokovic is the same player as he was last year. Really, the same he's that much worse. We had the same conversation at um the French Open when we did this because you said when. Djokovic plays Nadal, you said, I just don't see how Djokovic could lose here. Like, what does he uh, right. have? What does Nadal have that Djokovic... So you just think that Djokovic has gotten worse, that's why he lost to Nadal, and that's why he's going to lose to Berrettini? Yeah. I just... I if think, that's the case, then yeah, I think sense, his but... level of last year was great. Obviously, he won right. three Grand Slams in the year. Right. I just think that after everything that's happened, after, like, the U.S. Open Final and such, and going into this year, that he's just not... He does not have the same level as last year. That that could be true, but it just seems like late in tournaments when these youngsters play someone in the big three, they just can't they just can't keep up for five sets. That's what seems to happen over and over. Uh, yeah. Except for obviously, Med- but Medvedev is not that young. I guess Berrettini isn't the youngest Berrettini either. Berrettini is like twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. He's like around 26. the same age as Medvedev. You're younger, but. I just, Watching what happened last year, Berrettini even won the first set, and then... I'll just say that Djokovic... Yeah, that's fine. Explosion. You could say the same thing about Djokovic at about the French Djokovic. Open last year. I mean, he literally, like, dominated Nadal on clay. Well, I mean, it was a tough four sets, but... Still, he won in four sets, and then he lost to Nadal this year. It's true. So... But I think part of that could be... I mean, I think a huge part of that is just the weather on clay. Whereas on grass, I think, I think it's just it's Novak Djokovic on grass. Like I'm that's, not. That's fine. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Djokovic to win. I picked Djokovic to win last year on Wimbledon, and I'm just gonna do it again. I'll put my life on the line for Berrettini. Uh, I I would be happy for Berrettini if he wins. Uh, he's a fun player to watch with that that if, that huge. If I had match. the final that I really want. I wouldn't choose Djokovic to beat uh, Herbert Hurkacz. Okay, yeah, you'd probably have, like, Isner in your final or something. Well, yeah, I want Isner to win a Grand Slam at one point, but that yeah. ain't gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. So, hey, you know what? Miracles happen. Not that one. So. But, yeah, I'm going Djokovic over Nadal. So, Nadal's gonna make the final. I'm not <laughs> underestimating him too much. I think you're underestimating him. If that he sense, wins... If he wins Wimbledon this year, then I might have to just pick him for the next ten majors out of. If he wins Wimbledon this year, you ha- you can't choose him to win the U.S. Open. I have to choose him to win the U.S. Open. No, you have to choose the only man that could stop him in the U.S. Open. The only man? Daniil Medvedev. I don't know if he'd be the only man. Only but... man. Yeah. 
Well, it looks like the U.S. I mean, the U.S. Open has confirmed that they'll allow Russian and Belarusian yep. players to play. So and we should have a full, they're full player. Also list. going to allow Djokovic because they dropped their right. COVID protocols as well. Right. So we should have a, a full <laughs> list of players for that. I guess we'll see if Zverev is back. I, I think he, he probably be, will be. be. Well, the U.S. Open's not until September, right? Or is it right. late August, September? It's it's yeah, the first week of September. Yeah, so it's I think. September. Yeah. Honestly, Sarah might actually not be back. Less than three months. I but. mean, even if he is back, he's going to come back as soon as the U.S. Open happens. So I think there's a good chance that he doesn't play in order to make sure that he's healthy. Possibly. Um, if yeah. he stays number two in the world. Well, I don't think he probably would. Um, hmm? Is he likely to stay number two in the world? I think so, yeah, because, I mean... The people with all the hardcore tournaments coming up. Well, well, yeah, maybe not. He might be in trouble. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's that's what I got for the. So you have Mater- Ber- Berrettini yeah, over Djokovic in the final, and I have Djokovic over Nadal in the final. With high hopes that Francis Tiafoe or John Isner wins. Yes, I mean if Alcaraz somehow wins, yes. that would. Be- <laughs> That would be... That would be scary if his first major was on his worst surface. That... I would be... Yeah. I... I don't know what the, the path is for him to do that, but that would be shocking. Alright, so let's briefly get into the women's draw here. Not our specialty. Um, but... I think we were both uh, pretty accurate at the French Open, where we had Iga Swiatek to continue her undefeated streak and win the tournament, and that she did. Did she drop a set? I can't remember. I think she dropped She did. One, she right? dropped to um, uh, the young I think Chinese player. Um, Zhang? I don't want to make some name that may or may not be correct, but it's, uh, yeah, some, something similar to that, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, it was Zhang. Zhang? Zhang. Um, okay, well, maybe that could happen again, I guess. But uh, I think Sviatek is, I mean, she is the favorite, and she probably should be the favorite, and I think she's just going she's gonna to win. Yeah, no, she's, she's just really good right now. You know, she's already qualified for the uh, the women's, like, ATP the women's, final. The women's WTA final? Like, two weeks ago. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, 3,000 points above the needed, um, like, uh, the, the line. The, the eighth or whatever player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I agree with you that she play, she's going to play a very, very good game. Obviously, going to make the final, and I think she'll win it. Um, I don't know who she's going to play though, like going forward. Um, like especially like I think in the um semifinals, I think she could play Bedosa, honestly. I don't know about Bedosa on grass. <clears throat> I think it'd be more likely we see Coco Goff. That's true. She's had a run at Wimbledon before, that's where she has her claim to fame. And uh I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna underestimate any other great players. So Serena Williams, the fact that she's making this comeback, at least indicates to me that she has a chance. Um, and it's not like she has to play best of fives where it's gonna you know take a huge toll on her injury recovery and her fitness. Uh, so I, I I give Serena Williams and Coco Gauff a you know a couple probably the, my favorites to make the semis and lose to Shviatek. 
there. And then on the bottom, assuming Anz Jabur is healthy, she's probably the best grass court player there. So Yeah, um, I think Radikanu could make a pretty good run, though. That's true, although she's so she, been she struggling does, with injuries. That's true, and I guess she technically will play Anz Jabur in quarterfinals, so then her run would end there. Yeah. So, but, you know, and then, my girl Sakari, let's go. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't know how Sakari. great she is on grass compared to, like, the hard courts, so I'm not sure how she'll do. Um, but my high hope is that she does well. Yeah. So, <laughs> for Sakari, I'd be but... fine if she made it to the semifinals to lose before the finals. But yeah. I got. I I want Fiatek's uh, undefeated streak to go on. I think it's pretty fun to see that level of greatness in the women's game. So she's only twenty years old. It's so so scary. Yeah, yeah. All right, there it is. Both have uh, Sviatek winning the uh, final, likely over Anz Jabur, assuming she's uh, she's healthy enough. Mm-hmm. There it is.